Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Slurds and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host Brian Wayne, and this is episode 232. This is a pull list priorities episode. I'll be going over the uh, the books due to hit shelves and pull boxes all around the country on the uh, 25th of September, and then uh, I'll also be talking about the FOCs or the final order cutoffs that you need to order. By the 21st. So, without further ado, let's just dive right into it. Uh, Vault Comics. Vault Comics, we have a Bleed Them Dry number four. This is from uh, Hiroshi Koyazumi. Yeah, sounds like Japanese of Empire or something like that. I don't know. That's It's not a book I'm reading. So, uh,. Can't really say much for that there. Uh, Alright, continuing. <laughs> Devil's Red Bride, number one. This also looks a Japanese. Uh, 16th century Japan. Nailed it. The fates of warlords ebb and flow like tides of blood. None more than the Aragami clan. Who follow their lord clan in the red devil mask into every battle. What the fuck kind of sentence was that? 16th century Japan. The fates of warlords ebb and flow like tides of blood. What the fuck? I all, I'm out. Sorry. Uh, from Vault Comics, we have The Devil's Red Bride number one. <laughs> the fuck is that? Ebb and flow people? I don't know. There's one, two, three covers to choose from on there. So there you go. Take your pick. They all look pretty similar to me. For some reason, seems to be a vault book this week, or a week of vault that I might not be digging. Normally I'm all over the vault. Love me some vault, but we've got Japanese vampires, and then we've got uh, a book that is, I mean, ugh, I don't know. Felt like I was reading Japanese, trying to fucking spout off that description. And now we have Vampires with Vampire the Masquerade, number three. Uh, now, see, I do actually hear good things about this one. It's not a book that I would personally read, but 
I mean, when you got Tim Seeley and Teeny Howard and, you know, people like that working on it, yeah, I mean, I would imagine there's a pretty good chance it's neato. And then there's a couple of FOC exclusive variants on there. What's that? What's that, you might ask, new listener? Well, uh, FOC exclusive variants are variants that you can only order if you order them through the FOC. So, uh, pretty self-explanatory, but at the same time, not exactly common knowledge. So, you know, you may, you may think, you know, you may see somebody post something. Hey, look what I picked up from my shop today. It was in my pull box. Well, guess what? You're not picking that book up off the shelf. Unless for whatever reason the the shop's ordering those books, but normally that's I don't know. Uh, my shop doesn't do things that way. You gotta personally order that FOC variant to get it. They don't just order it on their own. I don't know. Maybe I'm being ignorant here, and maybe not all shops are alike. Fact is, if your shop is like mine, then order the through the fucking FOC. From Valiant Entertainment, we've got Bloodshot, Bloodshot number nine. Couple of covers to pick from there. Gotta love some Bloodshot, man. Come on. Uh, Tim Seeley, still at it. Mark Laming, killing it on the art. In a world overrun with monsters, only Bloodshot can end hell on Earth. Yeah, right? Come on. Uh, This is good stuff. I've been digging the hell out of Bloodshot. You know, it's something that I just kind of pick up here and there. Uh, I mean, I, I pick it up every week. It's on my pull list. I'm forever subscribed to all things Bloodshot. But, you know, as far as it becoming a reading priority of mine, not always. But it's nice to have those those light weeks where I, you know, I can just see what the hell's going on in Bloodshot. And that's what happens with me and Bloodshot sometimes. <laughs> oh, boy. It's been a long day, guys. From uh, Titan Comics, we've got Life is Strange. Partners in Time, number one. Now, Life is Strange seems to be making a comeback. There are five variants on this one here. A, B, C, D, E. Yep, that's five every time. Uh, All very different, with the exception of number one and five being essentially the same cover, just one of them's in grayscale for the most part. But, I don't know, what's going on with Life is Strange? It's Emmy, I'm sorry, Emma Vestili and Claudia Leonardi and Andrea Izzo. I would imagine that's a bunch of Italians. That's what it sounds like. Uh, New era, a new number one. The adventures of Max, Chloe, and Rachel from the hit game Life is Strange. It's a game? Huh. Go fool me. Uh, Continue into a new era. Time rewinding photographer Max has spent the last couple of years in a reality parallel to her own. Lately, she realized she was running from her responsibilities and from the Chloe she left. Hmm. Now there may be a way for her to get home. Ooh. With the universe against her, it's time for the coast-to-coast road trip of multiple lifetimes to find it. Following the band, high... Following the band, the high seas, toward an uncertain destiny. Okay, well, none of that meant anything to me, eh? Uh, I mean, I, I got the time-rewinding photographer named Max. That's, I mean, other than that, I don't know. Apparently, you gotta know Life is Strange to know the sequel to Life is Strange. So, buyer beware there, it seems. One, two, three, four, five. And I'm not saying beware, it's probably gonna be shit. I'm just saying you might not understand it, because I'm lost. But the idea of a time-rewinding photographer sounds a little neato, huh? 
From Titan, we go to the old Oni Press. From Oni Press, we've got a number one here. Digs me a number one. Uh, Vane. Alright, what is this? There's two covers to choose from here. It's done by Elliot Rawl and Emily Pearson. Chicago, 1941. A blood bank is held up in a robbery, but no cash is taken. Only blood. It's the latest in a string of similar crimes, and FBI agent Felix Franklin is certain it's part of a wider plot. But the truth is uh, much more sinister than he could imagine. The four robbers, who call themselves The Vane, are vampires immortal. Oh, good. Another vampire book. Physically powerful, and after decades of honing their skills, practically untraceable. But in a world that is rapidly changing, stealing blood is harder every day, and with each decade that passes, Agent Franklin inches closer to the truth. Elliot Raw, Emily Pearson, and Fred C. Stressing kick off a series that spans nearly a century of wild, eternal youth and reckless abandon across history. Well, that part intrigues me. You know, some, uh, some time-jumping vampires. That's good stuff. But vampires rubbing blood banks? I mean... I don't think it's been done yet, but maybe, maybe for, I don't know. I'm never here to say don't jump on a book, guys, but sometimes I can't withhold back my own emotions. You know, this isn't a reaction uh, podcast or anything like that. I don't really know what's coming out. I mean, I, I, I know going into this about as much as you guys know going into this podcast. Uh, maybe even less. So, yeah, I don't know what these books are. I don't mean to sound negative by any means. If you like vampires and bank robberies and blood bank robberies involving vampires, then friggin' by all means. Will it be on my pull list? Yet. Uh, Aftershock. From Oni, we go to Aftershock. Jumping a bunch of publishers this week. Not a huge uh, call to action on the FOCs this week, guys. From Aftershock Comics, we have just one. Just one book. We live. We Live, number one, from Roy Miranda and Inaki Miranda. Alright, cover done by the same artist. Okay, it kind of gives me something to go off of on what it might look like. And uh, there's some attention to detail there, I gotta say, at least in the background. As far as the character designs go, I mean, it's kind of out of a children's book, so... But uh, that, that scenery scape is beautiful. Carrying on. The year is 2084 and the world has changed. I would imagine so. Racked by calamities and crawling with monsters, the last remaining humans face a dangerous existence. Zombies. I'm kidding. And now the Earth has been sent a message from the deepest reaches of space, a dark countdown to the extinction of all humanity. But there is hope. 5,000 children will be rescued by these mysterious message senders. This is the journey of Hototo. <laughs> okay, I like you for your name. Uh, one of the lucky 5,000, <laughs> but only if his teenage sister, Tala, less cool of a name, can safely deliver him to the nearest beacon before time runs out. We Die is... Hold on. It's But it's called We Live. Why does it say We Die? We Die is a world of violence and beauty. A unique tale of the apocalypse as told by those people I mentioned earlier. So... Alright, now you lost me for a second. What the f... We Die. It's We Live. 
And who is... Alright, what's going on here? I'm confused, guys. Because at the bottom... So, Alright, it says the Miranda Brothers. Got that. But on the bottom it says Ava De La Cruz and Dave Sharp. So... Alright, guys. You done confused the poops out of me. Regardless, it sounds kind of neat and I'm going to pick it up. Aftershot Comics, get your shit together. Uh, from Absolute Comics, I know this isn't one I shout out a whole lot, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, why not? Draken, I think is what it's called. Chachon? Chachin? I don't know. Uh, the final of a two-part crossover with White Widow leading over from White Widow number six. So this is number three. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and skip Absolute Comics because it feels like something that you need to know shit about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the White Widow universe, guys. I really don't. I know that a lot of you guys clamor over the covers, which, I mean, I can kind of see that. But, I don't know. Is anybody reading it? Let me know if you're reading White Widow. Is it worth talking about? You guys need reminded? Do I have any listeners that need reminded? Boom! Studios, we have... Oh, boy. Berserker. Or Berserker. As Cha Keanu Reeves. Oh, might call it. Alright, so... Excuse my uh, cynical tone here, but... Keanu Reeves, multi-millionaire, decided to go to Kickstarter to have you guys pay for his book to get made. And, uh, regardless, it didn't need to happen because fucking it's going on, uh, I mean, it's picked up by Boom anyways. So, the Chaw man himself, yeah, I'm not a fan of Keanu Reeves. Is he a good person? Does he get up for old ladies and shit on the bus? Sure. Uh, can he shoot guns good? Absolutely. But the dude couldn't act his way out of a fucking goddamn paper bag. And, uh, I have no... Alright, once it's... Uh, discover the next blockbuster action... F oh, good! He's making a comic so that he can star in the movie! You know what? Fuck you, Hollywood. Fuck you and your big, giant, billionaire dicks. Uh, there's three covers to choose from on Berserker. Am I gonna pick it up? Sure. But I hate the way they're fucking going about this. Fucking make a comic. Just fucking pay for the book out of your own... Or pay for the stupid movie that you're gonna act in out of your own fucking pocket. Connor, Connor, Connor Rave, cha. Fucking treasure my ass. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Willow, number four. Three covers to choose from on that. Oh, Dune. Uh, okay, Dune House Atreides. I probably said that wrong, and all you Dune readers out there are like, no, dead. Well, yeah, you're probably right. I'm a fucking idiot. And I'm also too stupid to, you know, be able to comprehend a book like Dune. So, I don't know dick about it. When the movie comes out, I'm going to be drooling, sniveling, have no idea. Fucking cool. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I'm not the Dune fan that all of you guys are. And once again, I don't judge you. Uh, if anything, I envy you. I envy your intelligence, and I envy your patience to be able to endure content like that. Uh, as far as a Dune comic goes, we'll see how pretty it looks. There is a J. Lee cover that it's not giving me an image of, so that's probably going to be neat. 
Um, one, two, three covers on that. Uh, we've got Lumberjanes number 74. That's a $7 book. What the fuck? Okay, whatever. Two covers to choose from on that. I hope you're not a completionist. Otherwise, Lumberjanes is going to cost you $14 this week. Unless you have a pull box that offers a discount like mine does. And really, guys, if you're, you're looking for the types... Of, I mean, some of you guys may wonder, how the fuck do you afford all these books? Believe me, I couldn't afford them if I were pulling them off the shelf. Uh, I get massive discounts, and it's not because of sponsorships or anything like that. It's because I pre-order my books. So if you guys are needed, po need pointed in the right direction, uh, at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, and uh, we'll we'll uh, I'll tell you where to go. I'll tell you where to go. I know places, huh? I know places. Once in future number twelve. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm way behind on this, but. For those of you that are just deciding to jump on it, make sure you have it pre-ordered. Pre-ordered by uh, Monday. Red Mother number 9. Uh, just one cover on that one. It's that bitch that only has one eye. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, we've got a second printing of Seven Secrets number 2. And then we've got... See, I, whatever. Seven Secrets number three. There are three covers on this one. There's a main cover. There's a twenty, one in twenty-five incentive variant, and then there's a secret variant. Uh, none of which I'm given images of here on Previews World. So uh, I don't know what they look like, but I mean, secret variants are always intriguing, right? Right. So that's Boom Studios from Boom. We go dynamite. And, you know, normally, uh, I'm not a huge fan of what Dynamite does and how they market and how they're able to sell books and stay afloat. And essentially, they just attract perverted completionists. Uh, and uh, they find three or four characters that they revolve their entire shit around and they put out 75 fucking whatevers uh, series for each character and then 13 different possible tie-ins somehow even though I don't even know it's possible when there's only fucking three characters to choose from sorry am I being cynical again what happened today what happened I'm just saying I'm not a huge fan of what dynamite does but they do have a number one here now one two three four five ten fifteen seventeen fucking covers on this seventeen covers eat dicks and dynamite uh, <laughs> well, actually, the next, uh, this book is called Die, exclamation point, Nabbit, or Dynamite. Uh, okay, there's 75, okay, I actually said 17 different variants on here and incentive covers out there to rape the wallet of the completionist. What is going on here? Vampirella hurdles through space on a Draculan ship, desperate to uncover the dark mystery. A hundred-year-old John Carter of Mars gasps with an awful memory. Right, what the fuck? I don't... Who cares? If you, if you like dynamite, then there you go. There's a book for you. And I'm sorry. Ugh, I gotta move past. <laughs> Howdy W. From Howdy W, we've got the old... Uh, G.I. Joe, number 9. There's a couple of covers to choose from there. And we've got G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 275. Two covers to choose from on there. So we've got 
I like how they reboot reboot a book and it's um, ongoing, never was canceled. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog number 33. Two covers there. Uh-oh. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the ongoing, number 110. There are two covers to choose from here, one of which being an Eastman cover. But I will say, speculators, number 110, there will be a first appearance of a new bad guy. So, why did that noise come out of my voice? Uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, so I ordered two already. It's already ordered. Uh, Transformers Galaxies, number 11. Two covers to choose from on that book. Pick them by Monday. Oh, Dark Horse, it's glad to have you back. I'm glad to have you back. Bill and Ted are doomed, number two. Uh, boy, two covers to choose from there. Am I reading it? No. Uh, ElfQuest Stargazer's Hunt, number four. Uh, we've got a number one. Uh-oh. What? Oh, Gerard Way and Sean Simon, along with Leonardo Romero. Sorry, I'm not a Gerard Way fan. After the Analog Wars, the Killjoys lost their way and their memories. A rat chews through Mike Milgram's TV cord and reality unravels. But when his Ramones records disappear... Mike remembers what the fabulous Killjoys and some toy ray guns can do. This is True Lives Fabulous Killjoys National Anthem number one. Alright. I like how it has to say from Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. Because they have to sell the book somehow, right? Blech. Sorry. I fucking hate that band so goddamn much. So much. So much. They're... Ugh. Three covers. <laughs> Image Comics. To wrap up the indie FOCs, we've got a number one. Commanders in Crisis from Steve Orlando and Davide Tinto. The last survivors of the multiverse live among us under new superheroic identities. Five survivors of doomed worlds taking a second chance to endure our world lives on. A new twist on a strange super on strange superhero comics with bleeding edge eye on the modern moment. Commanders in Crisis follows in the footsteps of Doom Patrol and Thunderbolts as five unexpected heroes come together to solve a murder unlike any other. The victim, compassion itself. This is idea side. Idea side. Idea side. I don't know. So. <laughs> She's got a little pokey thing coming out her boob plate. What the fuck? Oh, that's her shoulder. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What? All right. No, you got me. I'm uh. <laughs> what is that? That's not where shoulders are. Maybe they are. That's something threw me off there. Apparently. I will actually be picking this up. I'm a fan of Steve Orlando's weirdness, and when you compare something to Doom Patrol, gonna be about it. But, as far as the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 covers there are to choose from, uh, nope, just the A for me, please. I like the fact that... 
<laughs> oh, that's great. Let's see if you guys see what I saw when you go to see that book. Uh, Redneck, number 28. There we go. Some Donny Cates indie action still popping off there. And Stealth wraps up with its issue number six. So, booyah. Bam. Good shit. Let's, uh... That's it for the indies. So uh, more than anything, it's most important that you pre-order your indies. The Marvel and DC stuff, uh, it'll it'll pff, shops more than likely not all the time. I mean, even my shop, they don't they don't order anything extra. But uh, when it comes to Marvel and DC, there's a better chance that a shop may order extra. But these indie books, shit, no one's taking chances on indie books these days. So. Uh, Fucking pre-order them. Now, let's talk Marvel. All of the books that you must order by Monday from Marvel. We've got Amazing Spider-Man number 50. Uh, as one would expect, there are one, two, three, four, five... Just five variant... Or, well, covers to choose from in total. One of which is a pretty neato Alex Ross timeless variant. We've got Avengers number 37. There are one, two, three, four covers to choose from on this for no good reason at all. Uh, the Timeless variant I kind of get just because, you know, uh, let's, they're doing a Timeless theme right now. Marvel's always going to have some sort of theme. Uh, but now they're doing a Fortnite theme as well, and Mark Brooks is doing a wraparound on it. I don't know what it looks like. I'm a big fan of Mark Brooks, but as far as Fortnite covers go, not today, Satan. And then uh, a horror variant. Because September. Maybe this... Oh, I guess this book will be kind of coming out closer to October, but still. Uh, cable, number five. This is all... Exoswords tie-ins. Uh-oh. Two covers to choose from there. Captain America, number 24. There is a... Sweet... Alex Ross timeless variant on that one. And then Captain America you're looking at. It's the Falcon... The Falcon, one of my one of my favorites. Uh, then there's a horror variant. Oh, Cap Wolf, of course, of course. And then a silly, no needed Fortnite variant there. So, yeah. Captain Marvel number twenty-two. There are one, two, three, four covers to choose from there. Hellions number five. Hellions is getting three covers. All right. All right, more Exoswords tie-ins. Uh, Mortal Hulk number 38. Let's see, one, two, three covers on this one. Uh, there is a horror variant, but there's also a spoiler variant as well. And I do not have the uh, image there, because it'd be a spoiler if it did. Uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection number three. Of the little four-parter is due by Monday, so if you're decided to jump on, you know, halfway through, order it by Monday. Three covers on that you get to pick from. Uh, Marvel's X, number six. Cool, right? Cool. They're just kind of a reprint of something. If I, I don't know. It's Alex Ross. Alex Ross is getting paid by Marvel this month, guys. Dude, like a billion dollars, I guarantee it. Okay, maybe not that much. New Mutants, number 13. Uh, one, two, three on that one. There's a Momoko variant, so... Mm, Momoko fans, yay. 
And then there's a dope-ass Alex Ross, Colossus Timeless variant. <sighs> I really like the way Alex Ross does Colossus. And let's see here. What else? What else? What else? We've got Darth Vader number six. There's two covers, you know, Empire Strikes Back variant on that one. Uh, Alex Ross isn't doing timeless Star Wars. I tell you what. That I would like to see, though. I would really like to see that. Mm, bunch of reprints and reprints and reprints and reprints and true believers. She's a really pushing this Black Widow shit. On the true believers. Alright. Warhammer 40k. But why? This is number one of a five part mini series. There are one, two, three covers to choose from there. Uh, Web of Venom. Empire's End. Number one. Clay McLeod Chapman and Gui Villanova. What's going on here? Nola's coming. Variant also love. But fuck you. For weeks, chaos engulfed Earth and space alike. First, the corpse of a serial killer Cletus Cassidy was bonded to a remnant of a mysteriously powerful alien symbiote, resurrecting his psychotic alter-ego, Carnage. Then, the generation's long Kree-Skull conflict reached a brutal head on Earth with shocking and unforeseen consequences. What were those? Meanwhile, one ancient entity at the end of the universe w has awoken. Born of hate and darkness. Uh-oh. It's the entity that feeds on chaos and brutality, and one group of unlucky fighters is about to face it head on. Oh, who's it gonna be, guys? Who's it gonna be? Ugh. Can't tell who's even on that cover, really. Is it Swordsman? Swordsman seems unlucky. Alright, yeah, no, I mean, I'm gonna pick it up, obviously. It's. I, I'm always a little weirded out by a Venom story not done by Donny Cates at this point, but I would imagine Cates is, uh, in some sense or another, standing over his shoulder. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, and there's our one, two, three covers on that one. And then the last of Marvel, we have X of Swords Handbook. So, a dramatic new era for mutant kind takes center stage in the official handbook. This all-new collection of X-Men-related profiles will bring you up to date on Apocalypse, Wolverine, Magic, Rasputin, Megan, and Justin. Time for X of Swords. This includes a profile, the profiles for Sifle, Mariah, I can never say her name right, McTaggart, haven't heard that name in a while, two Captain Britons, and Krakoa itself. <laughs> Alright, plus Young Cable and the X-Men. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to, I guess, if you want to you have to. They made this book so that you have to. And those are the FOCs for Marvel. Now, uh, as far as DC goes, I know I say it's the FOCs for, you know, due by Monday, but DC, they're special. They're so special with Lunar. And, you know, I can really go off on Lunar right now. I really can. Lunar almost cost me my motherfucking job. And, uh, you know what? Let me talk about this. I'm going to talk about this for a second. I'm going to rant. I am actually in charge of ordering books uh, for a certain company. And, or at least the DC books. And I went to place that order, the FOC order, a few weeks ago. 
And then we got a notice from them the next day saying books were not placed. And this was after the FOC cutoff date. Now, guess what shows up to that shop? Alright, well, why did you almost get fired? Because an entire fucking store almost didn't get their DC books. And we didn't know for sure if they were ever going to come in, because they didn't confirm nor deny the uh, retry on the order. So, guess what arrives to that shop? A double fucking order. Because naturally, when it says books were not placed, you click submit again. And, well, no. Uh, Diamond, or not Diamond, I apologize, Diamond. Lunar charged this shop double. Shipped double, and is actually charging the shop postage to send back the books that were uh, mistakenly on their end ordered. Uh, now, yes, I guess the shop should be grateful that they are even allowing the books to come back, but still, that's fucking horseshit. It's fucking horseshit, and, you know, everyone's saying, oh, no, Lunar's doing a great job. I can say, from the perspective of somebody that actually deals with Lunar, they're fucking not. They're not doing a good job. Uh, shops are doing a good job at getting you your books, but Lunar, they be fucking up, yo. Just saying. And because the, the quality standard is as low as it is already, I mean, <laughs> why try, right? Why try? So for those of us on the West Coast that are relying on Lunar to get our books, uh, you know, I'm just don't believe what you, you hear when you say everything's great and Lunar's kicking ass. Yes, they, they try to fix things, but... If this were a small shop that I that I worked for, then, I mean, that could be dangerous as shit. Dangerous as shit for him. It could have fucking put him out. It could have put him out uh, on, on so many levels. Whether or not they didn't get the books, even though the books were submitted properly, or getting charged double. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that could fuck some shit up for a shop. So my little rant is over there. Now... Back to the DCFOCs. Due by Sunday, the, uh, well, fuck, I don't even know. 919. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess 920. It would be 920. Whatever. 921? Whatever. Just get the fucking books ordered. Batman and the Outsiders, number 17. There's a Sanford Green variant on that one. Uh, this next book here I am actually rather excited for. Batman White Knight Presents, Halle Quinn. Uh, Sean Gordon Murphy is doing another six-parter, and there are three covers on this one. There's a Blank and a Matteo Scalara variant. Uh, Batman's Grave, number 11. There's an Ashley Wood variant. Uh, Detective, number 1028. I blindly pre-ordered the Libra Mejo cardstock variant. I don't have an image of that available quite yet, uh, at least from what I saw, but I haven't been disappointed by a Bermejo variant ever. So he's just another guy that I'm, uh, his art I'm falling in love with. He's becoming a favorite. Uh, Flash number 763 is due by Sunday. Uh, there is an Inyuk Lee variant. Green Lantern Season 2, number 8. There's a Simone Bianchi variant. That is intriguing. That I would like to see. Do I have a do I have an image? Come on, give me an image. Give me an image. Ooh. That's really good. That's really, really good. Good job on that Simone Bianchi. And I just exited out of the page. So let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna just talk blindly as I 
re-put the, uh, the old thingy things, and then we're back. No editing necessary. <laughs> Lucky you. Hawkman number 28. Uh, first off, Mikel Janine doing the cover A. Mwah. And Sebastian Fiumara doing the variant. Justice League Odyssey number 25. There is a Scon variant. Scan? Scon? How do you say it? Can I see it? I do not have an image on that one, unfortunately. Uh, Superman number 26. Tony S. Daniel doing the variant on that one. And then Juan de Juamas. Number 764, Joshua Milton throwing down on the card stock there. Gotta love some Joshua Milton action. Yep, even this time. Looks very, very much to the stuff. Now, Joshua Mil Middleton is a man of a billion styles. I know I could have kept the alliteration going and using a million, but I think that was under underplaying his talents. He's a man of a billion styles. And, uh, yeah, and it, this is... Very reminiscent of the style used for one of the, the Poison Ivy Harley Quinn variants. It looks a lot like that, just, I mean, completely different, but at the same time, in that same realm of steez. So, uh, that's the FOCs, guys. Order your books by Monday, or if it's a DC book, order it by Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Or better yet, just order everything as soon as you listen to this podcast. I hope you're taking notes. Uh, or not if you're in the car, though. That'd be silly and stupid. Don't do that. But, yeah, no, I really do hope that this, this segment does find you well and inform you. And um, eventually, me saying order your books by the FOCs, don't have to resort to eBay and maybe even look out and get a, a discount in doing so. Uh, yeah, maybe it'll drill into your head at some point in time. But I'm not going to stop saying it. I'm not. Do it. So I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, I'll be back in just a smidgen of a second to talk about the books that are due in your poll slots if you pre-ordered, or if you're crossing your fingers and hoping that it's on a comic book shelf next Wednesday. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Grief Radio Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of, of course, course you, you do. do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? Comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, 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 no. I'd that was Alrighty, let's let's keep this going. Oh, welcome back, bloody bloody blah. Fucking took a break. So, uh, <laughs> Action Comics number ten twenty five from DC. I'm gonna start with DC as we talk about the book slated to hit stores on the uh, 23rd the old 2-3 unless you're one of those stores that releases their DC books on Tuesday because DC allows that to happen but uh, I, I don't really know many people getting their books before Wednesday these days shops don't want to adapt to this bullshit that's Wednesday's new comic book day <laughs> ah, comics number 1025 as I had said <sighs> <laughs> ah, uh, I'm not reading action anymore. So, but I bet there's two variants or two covers. Aquaman number sixty-three, another DC book of the slim pickings they have that I'm unfortunately just 
not reading. Why? I don't really know. I don't know why I'm not reading Aquaman. Uh, maybe because it, I don't know, all the DC books I'm reading, I started at number one, so probably that reason. With maybe the exception of, uh, well, Detective, obviously, and, uh, I don't know, Batman Beyond, I guess I jumped on late. But other than that, fucking reading everything from the beginning, except Aquaman. Which, ironically enough, I did read in the very beginning. <laughs> Just didn't stay with it. Continuing on, Batgirl number 49. So this is the second-to-last issue in the series, and it is a Joker War tie-in. So, booyaka. Batman Beyond number 47. Digging the shit out of this series, man. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Huge fan of Batman Beyond. So if you're not then I suggest you throw it on your pull list, and maybe you can catch issue 48. Or maybe 47. Maybe you'll get lucky and catch a 47. Uh, Batman Superman, number 12. This is a DC series that caught me off guard. I dig the shit out of Batman Superman. I didn't know I was a Joshua Williamson fan until I picked up the series, but lo and behold... I'm into it. I thought that we were going to get a six-issue miniseries revolving around, like, some Year of the Villain bullshit. Because it was all infected and Batman who laughsies. Well, uh, now it's all very much Rajagul. And, mm, this is just a stupendous series. I, I can't say enough great things about it. Books of Magic, number 23. So, okay, here's the dealio. I am suddenly incredibly intrigued with the Sandman universe. More so than I have ever been, on account of I just picked me up an audiobook. And I'm not an audiobook listener. This is really the first audiobook I've ever listened to outside of uh, the, the Jim Carrey thing that just came. Whatever. It was, it's my second audiobook ever. Uh, and I'm halfway through it, and it is remarkable. Now, with that being said, it has ignited this fascination with the, the Sandman universe. I'm already collecting Lucifer, so I can go back and actually read those now. I'm stoked I've been collecting Lucifer. Uh, I am... Uh, I, I, I picked up the, 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 the Dreaming or whatever that just came out. Uh, Ruin? Or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. And I, I was going to sell it on the auction that I have on Thursdays on the Cheers to Comics Facebook page. But it turns out I didn't want to. I, I, I took it I took it out. Took it out of the stack and it is cataloged. Cataloged in the old PC personal collection. So with that being said, I'm uh I'm a uh, books of magic. I'm I may just add that late because fuck it. Or trade weight it, I don't know. Uh, S Dark Knight's Death Metal. Speed Metal. Uh, <laughs> it's flashy stuff. Uh, and I'm not, okay, I'm not a huge fan of this whole Death Metal thing they're doing. I'm ultra confused, just like I was with Metal, and in the end, I like the outcome of Metal and what it brought about. And I like what Death Metal's bringing about, but as far as this whole crisis thing, I'm so goddamn confused. I really don't know what the hell's going on, so... Uh, but I am buying it all, and I'm attempting to read it. Comprehending it, I am not. Justice League Dark, and I even read the fucking handbook, which kind of helped, but 
the same time just raised a lot of questions as well. Justice League Dark number 26. Is Tinian still right? No, Tinian's not on this one. Ooh, sorry, Tinian. Turns out I've been saying his name wrong the whole time, and I found that out, and I still can't stop saying his name wrong, apparently. My bad, Sir James Tinian IV. Uh, but, I, you know, Justice League Dark is on my pull list, but I'm not really reading it for no good reason at all. I don't know why I'm not reading it, other than time constraints, maybe? Looney Tunes number 256. What else is there to say about that? Shazam, number 15. Ooh, what's going on in Shazam? After the battling robots across the grove. Oops, sorry. Said all those words wrong. <laughs> After a night of battling robots across the globe, Billy Batson finds out not everyone loves superheroes when one of his teachers unleashes a lecture on the ethics of unchecked power and a privilege. It'll take more than just wisdom and Solomon to for the teen to figure out this one. Okay, cool. Uh, I am a huge fan of Shazam. This this series has been amazing. So, boom. Sorry, it makes you lose your place when you want to learn about a book on the old, uh... What is this? Uh, what do they call this? I guess this is dccomics.com slash comics. Oh, this is a big one, guys. This is a big one. Suicide Squad number nine. I pre-issue. I pre ordered. Pre-ordered three issues, at least. Oh, I may have even gone a little bit crazier, but I know this book is going to be fire. Cause it's the death of Deadshot. I mean, I don't mean to spoil it, but it fucking says it all over the place. So, uh, and it even says right here, this issue. It's the shocking death of Deadshot. Is it shocking? Well, we'll have to see. The man who never misses has been out in the front lines of Task Force X since its inception. Bomb in his neck, gun in his hand. He's seen teammates blow up and countries fall. He's faced down heroes and villains alike. Now, the Thuathide Squad has a one final mission. Bring down the man who enslaved them, then put a bounty on their heads when they escaped. Ted Cord. Oh, that son of a bitch. But to finish the job, the world's deadliest assassin will have to do the one thing he's never done for the cause. Die. Oh, he's gonna die for the cause? Oh, man. See, I... <laughs> never mind. I exited out again. Uh, I, I'm curious to see how Tom Taylor plays this, because... I decided that Suicide Squad is my favorite series at DC right now. And, you know, considering that it's only going to be 11 issues deep, this hurts my heart. This hurts my heart that it's going to be ending. But, I'm... Mm, this is my shit, man. This is my shit. I can't wait to see how he kills them. I like the way he kills people. He's very creative. Uh, Flash 762 is coming out, so there you go. Uh, the Last God, number nine. I think this wraps up the the nine part. Well, if if it wraps it up, it's nine parts. <laughs> the Black Label thing that I had no idea what it was. I don't know what The Last God was. It came out on a massively huge, ginormous week already. I think it was Christmas week or pre-Christmas week. The week where they dump everything before they have nothing. That week. And with it being a black label book, it's a wee bit more expensive, so I passed. But I've heard great things, and uh, I've since come to to learn who Philip Kennedy Johnson is. What did I read of his? 
uh, ah, Marvel Zombies. That's what it was. And I dig the way he tells a story. So, bam. Could be fun. I bet it's an expensive hardcover when it comes out. Uh, yep, no, that does it. That does it for DC Books slated to hit shelves on Wednesday or Tuesday, depending on where you go. Now let's talk the rest of the stuff. Let's talk some indies. I know this one's kind of... There's some stuff to talk about this week, guys. From Vault. Vault Comics. Actually, it was a big... It's a big week for DC. Small week otherwise. Uh, from Vault Comics, we have Autumnal. Number one, Autumnal. Uh, once again, I'm not going to try to stumble over this fucking non-existent word again. Or if it is existent, I don't know it. Uh, <laughs> did you pick it up? Which cover did you get? There was two to pick from. Engine Ward number three is coming out. A couple of covers there. And then Shadow Service number two. My Shadow Service books arrived late. So now I'm going to pick those up. And so did my Engine Ward books for that matter. Uh, so, yeah, I'm eventually going to get around to these books. I, I really wish they would have arrived on time. So I could have read them on time. Uh, I don't know. It's... Time is a fucking problem these days, guys. Especially when you you love all this stuff as much as I do. I still pick it up. I just don't get around to reading it. But I, why do I pick it up if I don't read it? Well, I'm a masochist. But at the same time, I also want indie creators to fucking sell books. So, And if it's something that interests me despite my time, uh, I still think that if I have the ability to... to you know, make that sale for them, and fuck it. That's just me championing the cause. I don't expect, <laughs> never would I expect any of you guys to, to do anything like that. Read what you like. Read what you have time for. Don't go broke doing this. This is, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, heed my warning. Don't always uh do what I do. <laughs> Rye. Rye from Valiant Comics number seven. There's two covers on that one. Which one I grabbed, I don't know. Hopefully it's just the A. Uh, they're both equally badass, though. And Rye is my favorite Valiant series and one of my favorite indie series right now. It's it's dope. It's dope. From Titan Comics, I know I don't mention you guys much. We've got Blade Runner number... Tw or, I'm sorry, Blade Runner... Blade Runner 2019 number 10. Three covers. All very different. Uh, so yeah, Titan Comics. There you go. I once again, Blade Runner. I, well, I don't know why I can't say that thing, uh, the word. I don't know. I just never got into Blade Runner. Couldn't get into it. Put me to sleep every time. So uh, I don't expect to really pull through the comic very easily. Oni Press. From Oni Press, we have Dryad number five. So there you go. Invader Zim Quarterly, number two. There are one, two, three covers that you have to pick from there. And then Rick and Morty Go to Hell, number four. Number four. So uh, an A and a B on that one as well. Rick and Morty on the pull list late. I'm still trying to track down issue number one. I got to see how they get to hell, brah. But I have since added it to the pull list. And uh, there you go. I look forward to that. Uh, part of the reason I had to put Rick and Morty on the pull list is on a whim. I sold all my Rick and Morty. 
uh, but you know, whatever, whatever. I gotta have some Rick and Morty in the collection. Aftershock. Aftershock comics. We have miles to go. So this is a number one. This is uh, B. Clay Moore and Stephanie Molnar. Amara Bishop is a newly single mother with a long buried past. Raised by an alcoholic father in a rung down trailer, Amara was a child when she learned to kill. And she hasn't killed anyone since she was 13. Good for her. Good for her. How many coins do you have? When her aging mentor is m murdered, I thought that said when her aging mentor is mentored. <laughs> her and her daughter is threatened, and that soon will change. Unlikely assassin in the deadly game of cat and meow. The what? Okay, yeah, no, that's that's it. And brought to you by all of those people that was already mentioned. All right. Right, I know that I already kind of read that description when this book was up for FOC announcement, but regardless, it's a number one from an indie company, and I feel that it should get its uh, get its chance to be known, to be heard of. Boom, from Boom Studios next week, this Wednesday. However you want to look at it, we have Angel and Spike. Number 14, there are one, two, three covers on that one. Uh, Mega Man Fully Charged is getting a second printing on number one, but we're also getting uh, one, uh, a number two as well with two covers to choose from on that. Uh, Power Rangers, Draken, New Dawn, number two. Dig the shit out of this series. Or oh, mini-series is what it's going to be. I think it's just going to be a three-parter. But took me by surprise. There's definitely a series that if you're a Power Rangers fan in the Power Ranger universe, this means everything. Not just something, probably everything. Uh, there are one, two covers on that one. One of which being a Drakenfoil variant. Badass. Uh, Unkindness to Ravens, number one. Oh yeah, gotta love a number one from Dan Panosian and Mariana Ignazi. Ignazi. So I didn't mean to say Ignazi. <laughs> just sounds of the dying. Uh, not all the witches burned during the Salem witch trials. And oh yeah, okay, yeah, I totally went through and said this. It's about witches, yo. It's about witches. Uh, pff, Wicked things number five. Two covers on that one. I don't know who did Wicked things. John Allison did Wicked things. There you go. Wicked things fans. Bam, coming out Wednesday. Wind. Number four. And there is a 1 in 25 incentive variant on there, it looks like. I don't know why Boom puts up their incentive variants on there. Because we can't, unless you order 25 copies, you can't get that. You can't just order that book for yourself. You might be able, I mean, you might be able to work an arrangement with your, with your, uh, um, uh, whatchamacallit, your LCS. You know, reserve it. But, no. Yeah. Oh, it's a Momoko cover, so everybody's going to be slobbering all over it. What's it look like? Okay. That's what everybody's fucking clamoring over? Jesus Christ, what happened? We need Banksy on some covers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's keep it going. From boom, we go to IDW. IDW, we have Batman Max, Lost Dreams, 
I'm sorry, Arkham Dreams, Lost Year, Compendium. This is the three issues that we got out of the five-part series for the low, low price of $8. And, uh, yeah, yeah, do I have all three issues? Yeah. Do I have all of the covers for those three issues? Most of them. Why do I need to buy this? Because it's Sam motherfucking Keith. That's why. That's why. And it gives me hope that issue number four might actually come out. It's ordered. It's on the FOCs. Done mentioned it. I would say next week-ish, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm a thousand percent excited for this book. Uh, excitement level a thousand. All right. Keep it going. Canto Hollow Men number two. It's David Boer and it's Drew Zucker, and they're a bunch of badasses making some badass comics. If you're not reading Canto, I pity you. Sonic the Hedgehog number 32. There are a two covers on that one to pick from. God, IDW is coming out with good shit, man. Uh, Hidden Society number three from Dark Horse Comics. Oh, yeah, I like talking about Dark Horse Comics. Uh, Hidden Society number three of four. There you go. A couple of covers there. Uh, that's a series that I am not familiar with. So if it's something that you know you think that I'd be into, and you, know, you, you let me know. At Cheers to Comics. Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. My current most favoritist Dark Horse series right now, even though it's just a miniseries. I think all of Dark Horse shit's miniseries for the most part, but Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy. It's essentially when Batman meets Robin, but Batman's super fucking brutal and Skeleton Boy gives zero fucks either. Oh. <sighs> So goddamn good. And you want to know something? I don't feel like I'm going to have to go through, even though it's been months since I've read the first three issues. Ah, it's all fresh, baby. It's all fresh. Because you know why? You want to know why? It's Jeff Lemire. Yeah, it's not just some... <laughs> mm -hmm. No, it's Jeff Lemire. And it's Tansi Zanjik. It's... uh. I said that other guy's name wrong, I guarantee it, but it sounded good in my head. And, 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 they got Daniel Warren Johnson to do the B cover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, mm, I can't recommend Skulldigger and Skeleton Boy enough. If you like Brutal, gotta like the Brutal, bro. And then you look like death. Tales from the Umbrella Academy number one. Oh, they're putting out the variants late. I see what they're doing here. It just says cover B and C, even though they just give one image here. Uh, you, hmm, silly bastards. Whoops, Dark Horse. Whoopsie. Uh, from Image, Image Comics, we've got 20XX number six. Uh, a series, you know, I just picked up the number one. I never really got around to reading it, so... My bad. Uh, After Realm, number three, what this be? Michael Avon Oming. Una? Una? Una. Encounters the dead god Odin. Oh! Oh! I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Black Magic, number 14, is coming out. Uh, Bliss. Ooh, Bliss. Sean Lewis was on the podcast to promote Bliss, and I tell you what. Uh, this is good stuff, man. You know, this, this is a eight-parter, and I read issue number one, and I enjoyed issue number one, but I have decided... Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to continue to, you know, pick up uh, 
uh, the, the single issues, collect it that way, but I'm going to trade weight this motherfucker because this needs to be binged. Get on bliss, y'all. Get on bliss. Uh, Dead Body Road, Bad Blood. Number four's coming out. Gideon Falls reaches its 25th issue. More Jeff Lemire along with Andrea Sorrentino and Dave Stewart. This is a horror book that I'm not reading. I don't know why. It's been highly recommended a trillion times, and I've still have yet to take the plunge and uh, see what Gideon Falls is all about. Uh, give me a compendium on this. We're at 25 issues now. Give me a compendium. I'll spend 60 bucks. Goddamn Virgin Brides. Number three's coming out. This is a five-parter done by Jason Aaron. Uh, I, I'm, I didn't read... I have it on the pull list. I have it on the pull list, but I didn't read issue number one, which is odd because I'm a huge Jason Aaron fan, but then I started realizing that the goddamn part might actually... Uh, be referring to some sort of religious aspect of the book and in my flavor of stuff if it ain't making fun of religion second coming then I really don't want to read it but I am I'm, when I don't know I, it's, it's on the pull list I'm not dropping it it's five issues it's Jason Aaron it's got a fun name but I don't know I, I don't know where I'm at on this book we'll see we'll see if you're reading goddamn virgin brides let me know at Cheers to Comics how it is. Low. Number 25. Ooh, I can feel my voice dissipating. It's Rick Amender and it's Greg Tocchini and uh, Dave McKay. So there you go. That's uh, sweet. Fucking I'm not reading Low, unfortunately. I'm not reading it, but for those of you that are, there's two covers coming out on Wednesday. Nomen Omen, number 9 of the 15-part maxi-series. There's a couple of covers there. Savage Dragon number 252 is coming out. So, there you go. And then Undiscovered Country number 8. Two covers on that one. And that wraps up the indie books coming out Wednesday. So, uh, I suggest you keep your eyes peeled. If you did not pre-order these, you know, this is, this is part of the podcast is for you. If you have to go hunting, or maybe you just don't remember because you pre-ordered your books so long ago that happens to me all the time because i pre-ordered my books so long ago i'm gonna drill it into your fucking heads marvel from marvel comics to wrap up wednesday's uh uh pull list priorities we have daredevil number 22 <laughs> yeah come on guys that cover it says so much. It's Daredevil's, or it's an Iron Man mask with Daredevil, or Daredevil horns. Devil horns? Mm, I'm all about it. And you guys may notice that on Marvel Books next week, I do a little uh, tribute to Chadwick Boseman across the top. So he's getting the old Stan Lee treatment, I guess. So there you go. Disney paying its respects. Doctor Doom number seven. The uh, two covers there. There's a zombie variant on that. That's neato. Uh, Fantastic Four Antithesis. Number two of the four-part miniseries is coming out. Oh, this I'm excited for you. Uh, Al Ewing and John Davis Hunt doing Immortal She-Hulk. Number one. Uh, is this a... Oh, it's a standalone? Okay... See, I thought this was the new ongoing. Son of a bitch. 
I pre-ordered way too many of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four on that one. Oh, I definitely ordered pre-ordered too many of these because there's a Daniel Warren Johnson variant on it, and you guys know how I feel about Daniel Warren Johnson. I like him. Juggernaut is coming out. That's dope as shit. One, two, three covers on that one. The Scotty Young cover fun, right? What's going on in that one? Is that a... Alright, that's it's a neat cover. Alright, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Maestro, number two of five, is pop, 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 popping off. Uh, two covers on that one. Spider-Man from the Abrams family. That Spider-Man. Yeah, long delay, because apparently Hollywood beckons. Comics come second. I love how Hollywood could just dictate in and out. Nope, nope, you know, I mean, I'm J.J. Abrams and son, so... Sorry, Marvel, we're, we're, we'll, we'll be back whenever. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't have anything against J.J. Abrams or anything like that. It's just this whole Hollywood dick swinging coming into the comic book industry really pisses me off. Like, a whole lot. A whole lot. You could just say, hey, I'm going to take a break for three months and come right back at it and do the last two issues. Eat dicks. Sorry. Mm, but kind of not at the same time. I don't know. Fucking a 2020 variant. Oh, yeah, fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's how old, that's how long ago this should have fucking happened. They had a cover done back when they were doing the 2020 variants. Jesus Christ. Spider-Man Noir, number four of five. There you go. Cool. Neato. Uh, it's on the pull list. Haven't got around to reading it yet. But it seems like something that should be binged. Uh, Spider-Woman, number four. Just one. Nope. Two covers on that one. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number five. There is an Empire Strikes Back variant. Uh, I'm not a, you know, I usually don't shout out the facsimiles, but the Tales of Suspense number 39 facsimile. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I cannot wait to flip those pages. Oh, I'm so stoked. So stoked. And it's not a True Believers, it's a fucking facsimile. Uh, second printing, second printing, second printing. True Believer, True Believer. Sorry, I'm not writing a song here. Uh, Second printing, second print. Hey, there we go. Fucking Marvel and your goddamn reprints. Venom number 28. It only took two roll, rows, columns of scrolling. Uh, this is a big one. Definitely get on this one because it names who, uh, what's his face? Um, what's what's the viruses? Tells you who viruses. So that's going to be big. It's going to be hot for a couple of weeks after it comes out for sure. Or at least a couple of days. I guarantee a couple of days. Because all Venom books are hot for at least a couple of days. And then, let's see. There's two or two covers on that one. Then we got a reprint and a reprint. X of Swords Creation. There we go. Uh, alright, alright, alright. Yeah, no, it's X of Swords. Chapter 1. Did you read it, huh? Did you read it? Who's that in the clouds? Oh, I can't wait. I'm pretty pumped. You know there's going to be some first appearances of some new mutants in the series, guys. You know there is. They don't 
I just don't think they introduce enough new mutants enough. We got Explodey Boy. Explodey Boy was cool. Uh, that was out of the old, uh, um, well, Empire and X-Men tie-ins and stuff. Explodey Boy was a way cool mutant. But I have a feeling they're going to bring in some real, super meaningful mutants in this X of Swords stuff. So, uh, I suggest. I suggest. I don't be deterred by the $7 price tag. Uh, and if you pre-ordered it, probably not. didn't cost you $7. And that allowed me to get the Mark Books wraparound variant as well. Because, god damn. Whew. What do we got there? Xavier has a sword. Cable has a sword. Wolverine has a sword. Uh, Armor has a sword. Domino has a sword. Storm has a sword. Are you sensing a vibe? Uh, or a, uh, a theme of vibe? Shush, Brian. That's alright. That's alright. Because we're done. We're done. Oh, no, we're not done. Uh, X-Factor. Nope, no, we're done. <laughs> that does it, guys. Those are the books slated to hit Wednesday. I've talked about the books that you must order by the weekend. And, I, I mean, I can't stress the, the, the FOCs enough, guys. I really can't. So, get all up on it. Now, if you do just so happen to miss an FOC book, like I, even I tend to do, you know, I, I add a lot of books every week, so I, I overlook stuff. I'm human, too. Uh, I, I, I tell you guys to do it, and even I forget. So I don't fault you for it. I judge you for it as much as I judge myself for it, and that's that. But if you miss a book, then I suggest you check out Hooked on Comics on Tuesdays on their pre-sale show. Tuesdays at th uh, 5 o'clock Eastern Time. And that, that's your chance. You can still get the books at cover price. They don't jack up the prices of books. And, I mean, it's, it's just the way to go. Just the way to go. So you find them on nsclivetv.com. You like the Hooked on Comics Facebook page, and you'll get notified there. And if you just so happen to be a member of the Cheers to Comics Facebook group, which I invite you to, uh, then, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see me sharing out the feeds all up in there and you'll even see me in there and then beyond tuesdays there's their saturday show saturdays at seven eastern time and that's everything that's not new books that's what you call old books <laughs> and uh and i use the term old very loosely and it's just keys and slabs and then it's a collector's paradise baby so Hooked on Comics is a place to go, especially if you're someone that's still uh, coronaphobic. And, yeah, fucking, and I don't blame you for it, because it's a scary, disgusting world out there, guys. So, Hooked on Comics. Now, after you're done doing all that, make sure that you head on over to Patreon.com. Tip me a buck. Tip me a buck for, you know, you can thank me. That's how you thank me, when you realize how much uh, time and... Uh, everything, all of the stuff that I save, you know, the effort and the uh, having to not go to eBay. Tip me a buck. Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. It is much appreciated, and all donations and uh, patronage goes towards the production of the show. Believe it or not, it's actually not free to make a podcast. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the help quite a bit. And then five-star reviews are equally, in their own different way, tremendously helpful. 
and uh, the, 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 the five-star reviews on Apple, huge, and anywhere else for that matter, but Apple's the big one. It's the overlord, you know, and fucking tell them how you feel. Leave five stars, whatever, however you feel, and uh, I love looking at your feedback. My favorite ones, I tend to uh, take the time to read on the podcast uh, from time to time when I remember, but... I never forget the good ones. I just happen to forget to read them when the time comes at times. So, <laughs> all right, y'all. This has been Polis Priorities. I hope you've been informed and enlightened and uh, maybe swayed a little bit. I urge you all, as always, to stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast.